Hello and welcome to the GDI Podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening across the globe. My name is Sean, Senior Reporter at GDI, and each podcast I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks, and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. I also need to tell you about Real Me, the brilliant sponsor of the GDI podcast. Real Me is doing something important for the online dating world by making it safer. And that means more people will feel comfortable using dating apps to connect and find love. I'll explain a little bit more about Real Me later on in this episode, but for now, you can visit therealme.com dating to find out more. Today on the GDI podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Darisa Sudi, founder of Zip Dating. She'll be telling me what inspired her to create the dating app and lessons she's learned as a female startup founder. Hi, Darisa. Thanks for coming on the GDI podcast. To start things off, can you tell us about how Zip Dating works? Uh, how does it help singles meet one another? Of course. Hi, Sean. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast first. It's nice to meet you. Um, Zip is actually a platform for dating as well as friendship. The friendship side of it is to build a support network, which I feel today after COVID, we lack and we, we struggle to make friends today. So on that aspect, the friendship is for people that don't really want to date, that just want to be you know, on the friendship platform, they travel, they just want to make friends. I'm trying to sort of attract the audience of students so they don't have that pressure. If they want, they don't want to go out on Freshers Week, you know, they're not as sociable as they don't have time and just that platform allows it. And of course, then there's the dating um, that will allow people if they want to date, you know, um, get to know one another. So the the app is sort of like two apps in one. So there's no pressure on each side and you can always swap them over at any point if you feel like, oh, I don't want the friendship. I want to go on the dating. So I'm trying to give that option to in today's world. Thank you. And and could you tell us a bit more about how uh, people meet? How did they kind of use videos to chat and connect with one another? Well, you know, from I think from experience, a lot of us learned quite a lot from COVID, who your true friends are and what our interests are. There's, I think there was a lot of connecting within yourself. There was a lot of mental health issues. There was a lot of positive and negative that came out of COVID for each individual person. What Where Zip was born was when um, I have two teenagers that came home from university and previous to COVID, you know, being single myself and going on dating apps and catfishing and uh, fake accounts of people and you know meeting certain people on dates and meeting up with them and they're not they're not who they really are um so while we were in lockdown my my girls had downloaded tiktok as you know it's become a huge growth there of one billion users and as the girls were on tiktok i said how authentic would it be if there was a dating app with just a video and then that's how the whole birth of Zip came along um, that my girls went, oh, my God, you know, there isn't anything like that. And that's when I went into the studies and research. I kind of focused on is there a platform missing that's just there's, there's nothing. There's no pictures. There's no images. How can you get that authenticity? How can you get that real connection without highlighting it or calling it anything? And that's where Zip was born. I decided that it was going to be a platform of no pictures and just videos only. 
It's a 15 second uh, video. The app will ask you random questions and they're a bunch of fun questions. They're not your typical, what was your worst dating? What was your best? Because I personally don't want to hear anyone else's. I'd rather get to know someone than to hear that awful experience than to sit there and go, oh God. So I wanted something of, you know, what's your favorite Netflix question of like, was Ross and Rachel on a break? Um, who's your Marvel hero? If it is, who would you be? But there are also, there are questions because some people like to read books. So I tried to sort of, I, I thought in different strategic ways of what questions, you know, different personalities and traits. And I wrote all the questions myself through COVID um, with a glass of wine just sat there and um, thanks to Nat King Cole music and some jazz in the background. And I just kept going with questions and I've got two Gen Z's in the house and a few of them, they were like, oh, this would be so much fun. So it's, they're just random questions. And I was like, okay, so how do I eliminate if I have a 15 second video, the app asks you the question, you have to record it from the app itself. So you can't download from a camera roll. And then I was like, okay, so once the recording is done, how do I keep that person being the person that they are? Again, going back to the catfishing. So I was like, okay, probably most of the Gen Zs and millennials are quite fine with changing videos. But as you hit the Gen X, we're not so comfortable to do videos so easily changing them all the time. And you can change your videos every 48 hours. So I thought I've got to make something mandatory to keep it authentic and to keep, to keep that person looking you know, the person that they are. So every three months, the app will send you a reminder if you've not been on it regularly or you have, but you haven't changed your video and it'll just say, you know, love to see the new you, you know, change your video. So the app has that platform whereby mandatory every three months, you have to put a new video. So this way you can't have Jane and, and swapping and doing videos. It's just going to be impossible. So again, that goes back to the catfishing and eliminating. I feel today on dating apps that people want to focus on that algorithm of that perfect match. Maybe not all of us know what we really want. Maybe, you know, some people, I mean, today, which was really surprising, it said 42% of people are into non-monogamy, that I'm for it or I'm not for it. It's a, it's a platform of a non-judgmental place. So how do I make Zip where if someone wants detailed of someone with long-term, someone who has a pet, someone doesn't drink. Again, there's an increase of growth that people want to meet people that don't drink, but maybe there are people who really don't care. So what the app allows you is the minute that you do your video, if that's the first thing you do, you know, you do your authentication and verification and all that, go straight to video, go to a profile picture, and immediately you go to the videos. Mm -hmm. Then the app will remind you, please go fill in your profile details. So that's when the algorithm will kick in. But I think in today's world, we're kind of going back. We seem to be dwelling even with fashion, with everything. We're going back to the 80s and the 90s of kind of like speed dating. I just want to meet someone. I like them. I'll connect and let me just get on with it. Again, so many dating apps today People are like, it's like they've lost trust. They're like, I don't really know anymore. Do I? Do I not? So I just thought, make it super easy. Go see the video. You like the app. You're enjoying it. Fine. Now I want to do personal info. I want to fill more details. But again, going to the friendship app, it's the same uh, principles. You don't have to have it. And, you know, you don't have to fill in your details. You can keep it super easy. Then you can go in and put a hobbies in. So then, you know, so I think it just it's allowing people to sort of be a bit more relaxed 
And as much as I respect a lot of dating apps and putting so much of this sort of algorithm in place, some people like, can I just take my time? Let me just get to know what it's all about. Once I feel that trust, then I will fill in my detail. So I wanted to give that option for every generation, for people who, because, you know, there's over 30% of people who've been catfished, 30% people who are unhappy from the platform of dating apps, but they're still on it because how they're going to meet someone. And I wanted them to have that option of friendship, dating, easy. I want more in in detail with people. And then I thought there was another issue we have today that a lot of apps are not really focusing on is ghosting people. That's a big, big problem. And we're all talking about uh, safety aspect of things, but how do we eliminate this ghosting? How do we make the 30% of people who've been catfish? And there's another high ratio percentage of people who've like, oh God, you know, I've paired up with, you know, the, the gender that I like, but they've not even responded. Or someone is shy who starts the chat. This isn't about feminism. This isn't about the man approaching. It's Then I thought, how do I make each person feel comfortable? So after 48 hours, the app will send you a little pop up of like, it doesn't really matter who matches with who. We're going to ask each one a question. So that the app will ask each one a fun question again. And then you kind of respond to the other person's question that's popped up. And then that's when that kind of sort of, you know, breaks the ice, let's say, and they'll start chatting, go, oh my God, that answer was hilarious. And after 24 hours, they don't respond to that question. Then uh, the app itself will unpair them. I don't like the word match. So I say unpair. I like the word pair more. I'm tired of match. So they unpair one another automatically. So nor do you, or let's say I sit there on a platform thinking, oh my God, I've been ghosted or, you know, he didn't like me or she didn't like me. It's more like, okay, do you know what? No one had the time maybe to talk. The app just, you know, unpaired us. I think I'm really interested to hear, you know, your kind of perspective you said there about people returning to that eighties and nineties kind of culture where there's speed dating and people just want this casual experience where they can meet genuine people rather than relying heavily on an algorithm and is that kind of 80s and 90s experience something that you've tried to craft on zip dating with the added kind of benefit of knowing that everyone on there is genuine and there's no catfishes well you know the thing is sean i think with anyone who starts their own businesses you you do a lot of research and experiences just from people around as well and I just found, and, and you know, you can just see it from fashion, you can see from conversations today, you can see it on newspapers, is that this longing to belong to something or to someone. And, and then you have this new generation where they don't want labeling anymore. And I really admire that because no longer do you have to be married at a certain age or, you know, you have to have children by a certain age or, um, you know, a man's expectations to be successful. I think we are going through such a huge change that we don't want that platform of names, of labeling. And then the dating app comes in with, again, that labeling of, you know, I would like a long term relationship, but I'm not sure when I go on an app. I want to take my time. Once I feel I always think you go in not really knowing in your heart, you know what you want, but you're not going to you know, put all your heart into to an app. It doesn't matter how long it's been there, 10 or 15 years. So I think it's a respect to your audience to say, do you know what? Come on, try it, see what you like. If you do love it, 
then you've built that trust in me. Now let me in that trust go and fill in more information about yourself. And then I will do the best I can through algorithm to find what you're attracted to. Going back to your 80s and 90s, we're at an era where we pretty much have done quite a lot with technology, but we seem to have missed authenticity on the way. And people are longing for that. And when was the time when we didn't have telephones? And where was the, where you go to the bar and there's like 20 different gender that you wanted to meet was there and people would talk because there was no mobile phone. People always, even my girls today, they're like, oh, you were so lucky, you know, you didn't have a phone, you'd go somewhere and you just meet people. They're very young, they're still students, so it's easy for them. But they do understand, like even like concerts, they see people holding phones and they look at my time and my concert, there's not one phone. We're present. And I think it's about being present, going back to that platform of videos. The videos allows you to be present, allows you to feel real. That's why TikTok picked up the way that it did or reels today are becoming so because you're no longer interested in images. But we do have this contradictory world where we want reality, but we kind of used to filtering. So it's that shift. And I can see by launching the app only really properly a month ago that people do download it, but they take a few days to do the video because it's just something so different. So people long for it. People want it. But I completely understand it takes time to have that trust and put yourself because you are putting a vulnerable side to yourself behind a picture you know, they say a picture has a thousand words. Yes, but a video has a million, um, which is so true. You can hide behind all those images, but on a video, it's it's all of you. You're quite transparent. Thank you very much. I think you really highlighted the, the kind of shift we're seeing in society and how zip dating is trying to kind of capture that shift and um, make sure people can um, go about dating in a kind of new way to them and find authentic people in, in that journey. So thank you very much. I, I want to ask now a little bit about the, the startup journey of Zip Dating. So what have been some challenges you face so far? You mentioned there that you, you've only kind of properly launched a month ago. What kind of lessons have you learned so far? Well, I mean, it took two and a half years um and changing app companies you know i think it's it's very important to be you can call it entrepreneur or starting up your own business to be transparent when you don't have the knowledge i think it's good that when you go to an app team and you say you know i'm learning and i remember at the beginning um talking to app developers um i did find that naturally being a female it was very difficult to be more transparent well, I think being a male, it's much easier to be transparent because it's a male to a male, but a female already saying, by the way, I want to be transparent. I'm learning this journey about app developers. There is no way that any business person that has developed an app, if they're not an app developer themselves, they're going to say, I know it all because it's just impossible. And I did find that shift of a female being transparent to a male was definitely more of a challenge where, um, I had to sometimes pretend I know more than I do, which I would have wished that I could have just said, I, I don't and I want to learn. And it's success key to becoming a, a good businesswoman or a businessman is to be honest when you are learning. That's why you hire smart people for them to teach you and guide you. Everybody can have an idea. Everybody can be creative. It's being smart enough to deliver through and picking up 
team on the way that are clever enough to show you the way. So with the app, definitely it was a journey. And that's why it took two and a half years um, making mistakes that I can I can own it. I learned on the way. But yeah, I'm with an amazing app team and always saying, I don't know what this means. Please teach me, guide me. And they do. And I can definitely say after two and a half years later, um, feel a lot more confident. But yeah, there have been challenges, especially as a female. I mean, they do say today um, one in 20 women become entrepreneurs, you know, while one in five men do. You know, that just speaks on it on its own with the statistic numbers. Thank you for for sharing that from your personal experiences. And, you know, would you be able to talk a little bit more about maybe how you see um, women in tech generally? Do you think that there's still quite a long way to go to kind of have a an equal kind of journey for men and women when they start their own businesses in tech? I don't think it's so much on, on the tech side of things. I think generally just a female coming in, you know, we like it or not. We have made huge shifts from my time till today's world. But there is this competitiveness that you you just you have to be more assertive in the choices and the decisions you make as a woman and I think building building anything in a, in a business you know it's um it's the consistency and there are a lot of male which I you know I don't want to pinpoint to every man but there are a lot of business people in this world today that are male do want to come in and sort of break you and define um, that you're not going to have that the expectations are not on the same level. So the only advice I can always give to any female, even young men today, or just keep your head down and you believe in that dream, you know, it's, it's a long marathon and you just have to stick to it. It's your own race. Don't make it everyone else's race. It's a marathon. A marathon takes time and persistent, and you exercise at it. And, you know, just you keep your head down and just keep going, and you win your own race. Are you prepared to protect your dating app users this coming cuffing season? More than ever, dating app users are demanding better safety and security tools. Realme provides dating apps with immediate access to more than 275 verified reputation profiles, which include background information such as court records and sex offender status. Go to therealme.com dating to learn how they can integrate into your app now. That's therealme.com dating. Yeah, thank you very much. I think that's some uh, really solid advice. And I think definitely a lot of people can relate to that. Finally, I'd just like to to open the floor up to you if you'd like to tell our listeners how they can kind of keep up with what's going on at Zip and kind of the exciting developments to come. Yes, we had that chat before you and I, and I was like, oh, I don't want to give too much away. But definitely I see Zip being being launched only in the UK, and I would like to keep it in the UK for a while, just to see what my audience, what the people, I kind of want to hear what people want, what people desire. And I'd like Zip to be a platform, especially for the friendship in universities, um, for mental health in the future, for the subscription model. I'd like percentage of the money to go towards certain charities I feel strongly towards, as well as on a monthly basis, change charities. There are amazing organizations today that I would like to, you know, join. Um, so when you do pay for a subscription for a friendship, every person that sits there thinks, you know what, at least as a percentage of what I'm paying is going towards a charity. So that's something I really would like to focus with mental health because I felt a lot of friends 
And, you know, even my girls coming out of university wasn't easy to watch 20 year olds go through what they went through. And I think every age and friends being on their own, it, it was it was a really tough times for them. So definitely the friendship, I see that for um, for the mental health growth dating. I'm just going to see what my audience really want but definitely the platform of video would be more and more so when you go on people's profiles there'll be more of their videos and then there'll be different platforms of not just questions of just competitions and just stuff that they can do so when you see let's say we go on Sean's profile I don't just get to see one video of you eventually I'll get to see a few um, which will make it fun so by the time I have decided to pair up let's say with you Sean then I've already seen so many different aspects of a personality of someone than just an image. I think images today just need to be eliminated. Great. Thank you very much. And are there any websites or social media where we can uh, kind of keep up with us at dating? Yes, definitely. Well, actually, my website is um, middle of being upgraded. But yes, it's uh, we have the app on iOS and Android. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram. Yes, I know it's on Facebook as well. So definitely looking forward to the audience especially feedback we have a platform on the app and um once the website is up and running again is we know we've got where you will answer questions 48 hours and i think the the most important thing is is just listen to your people listen to your audience it's it's they're the ones who want to meet someone it's i think today apps are very much like we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to make you safe but and, and then they'll, they'll tell a story of someone met and they got married. And I feel that puts pressure. What if someone doesn't want to get married? Maybe someone just wants a long-term companion, but not sure. Maybe, you know, maybe people just don't want to have that, again, that labeling. I want to eliminate that. I don't want it to be a specific gender. Like today, a certain sexes need to go on different apps to find that partner they want. Why can't it just be one app for everyone? Why does it have to be specific? Why does it have to be for a female app? Or why does it have to be for a gay app or a lesbian? Why can't it just be one app for everyone? I mean, today we want to be equal. So why not have an app that offers that? Yeah, no, thank you very much. That was a really interesting insight. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And not at all. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time, where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. That's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI podcast.